What's up, gang? So when recording the 100th episode of the podcast, I had some people scheduled back to back to back to back, and I had some people scheduled um, in places where I had more time, and I had some people scheduled where they were in places where they were back to back, but the people after them uh, canceled or bumped the time forward. Lots of lots of weird scheduling. So for a few of these guests, I just told them we don't have to stick to five minutes. I have you three questions. There'll be a five-minute bit in the show. But I can edit it down as much as necessary, so just say everything that you want to say. So, suffice it to say that in the process of recording the 100th episode of the Ultimate Unofficial VeggieTales Podcast, a handful of guests, with a handful of minutes, over five minutes, here are their stories. If you love your veggies and want more to know, then I've got for you a spectacular show. We'll be giving you facts, with lyrical rhymes, and bringing in guests for the lot of the time. If you search for your hair and some cheeseburgers, there we go so it says recording um if for some reason it it goofs up it should not by all means but it won't Mm -hmm. be because i didn't click record (laughs) there you go it's the computer's fault exactly so this time i can (laughs) blame the computer if there's a problem (laughs) oh man awesome how you doing kindle i'm doing quite well thank you for having me absolutely absolutely um We'll jump right into it. What are your hopes for the future of VeggieTales? Okay, so my hopes for the future of VeggieTales. One, with all my heart, Phil Vischer, Mike, come back. Lisa, you too. Kurt, you too. Everybody come back. Um, That's my hope. I don't know how likely it is that they come back, they take the helm again. Um, But if they don't, my hope would be that VeggieTales finds like a new, younger audience, like and kind of finds continues to be the symbol of like the best type of Christian entertainment, the type of stuff that like people who grew up in the church, even if they're not in the church anymore, can be like, you know, what was a shining light in my childhood when they streamed Veggie Tales or whatever. So my hope is that that continues, um, and that the characters kind of live on, if not like constantly being recreated through the fans. So, yeah, that's my my major hope. Um, on top of that, I guess they get someone who actually knows what they're doing to run the VeggieTales <laughs> social media. <laughs> the YouTube channel is just, yeah, we were talking about this before the recording started, and it's, um, I, I, I just don't know what to say. Yeah, they're it's just, like oh, all the love. We understand it's a hard job. Um, social media is sometimes a difficult thing to navigate. And hey, you're getting the views. That's good for you. If the only job you had was get people to view your stuff, they're viewing. <laughs> they are viewing it, but what are they thinking about it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What, do, what just, do the fans think of a minute and a half of beeping sounds in a black screen? <laughs> exactly. It's it's more of um, you. they will eventually feel diminishing returns. And that's what makes me worried. Because diminishing returns will read to Universal or whatever studio is running it um, that nobody cares. And people can only care so much as you care. Type of thing. That's true, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like when Phil Vischer was running it, you could tell he cared. Even when he was begrudgingly doing things, you could tell he was like, I'm still going to put my heart into this and make it feel... I don't want to say nostalgic because nostalgic is looking back, but make it feel authentic. There we go. Authentic, yeah. Like like there's passion behind it. Like, like there's a human being who really cares about it. Yeah, exactly. Um... Yeah. Uh, oh, also hope um, that they find val- they somehow find a way to to make pr- 
products that people can actually purchase, like physical products. Like I would love to see, um, I don't know. I know they can't make like playsets anymore. There's no way they're going to do that. Oh, but if they some, would. Yeah, but if they would, I would love for some sort of like legacy release of like some of their playsets and stuff like that, or even cards cool. or books or something like that. But yeah. That would be um, nice for sure. Or um, I don't know, a VeggieTales show place that would be cool. Just make it like a little theater set with some very basic characters. Just, you know, people yeah. would buy that. I don't know how much it would cost to manufacture. Maybe that's an issue, but people would buy it. Yeah, I mean, all of that stuff would be great. Or some acknowledgement that a fandom exists. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, from the beginning, a fandom was a huge part of what motivated, like, filling them to move forward. Because, like, if you read the book, um, me, myself, and Bob, he does mention that, like, it with teenagers and college students who first were the people to, like, embrace the series. Um, but, yeah. Oh, final hope, because I know I'm going long. No, you're um, fine. No. Oh, cool. Uh, to, if they could possibly find a way to do a version of this show that's a little bit, a little older. Like, I know VeggieTales, oh, Larry cool. Boy, and 321 Penguins was always kind of, like, skewed a tad older but like hit the preteen action or action market type of thing i know it's hard yeah. it's very hard um but it would be interesting to take for them to take on like more serious theological issues right whether it is things like deciding if someone's a good friend when is it time to cut someone out of your life and is there a christian way to show love to someone even if you have to love them from a distance right um things that like there are verses about like even the verse i just said there's part when jesus talks about like um sorry i just went through the book of matthew with some with uh i've been teaching the book of matthew for the last month oh, nice. <laughs> and um when it talks about when you have an issue with somebody and how to settle it with them in private before making a big deal out of it i think that would be something that would be a great episode like you would have an episode where someone has a conflict with someone and you see the different ways they try to deal with it before they eventually just have to like say, okay, we let we settle it, and I don't, um, we have to be apart, type of thing. Yeah, because or they he, can't always have the happy ending, you know. Yeah, and another thing, um, concepts, Christian concepts that I know he did. Um, Phil Vischer already did what's in the Bible, but I would love for like Christian philosophy and theology to be more central to it, even if it's just like. Every episode, Archibald has like a Archibald theology board and he talks Ooh. about sanctification and glorification and um, why we believe in uh, salvation through faith and not by works. All that type of stuff would be really interesting, like to show how a more practical concept to it, you know, still stories and fun stuff, but like kind of, hey, kids, we understand you're going to grow up. And maybe you'll forget that God is bigger than the boogeyman. But remember, it's not the, the boogeyman isn't literal here. <laughs> that can be anything you're going through. So I think VeggieTales did a good job using metaphors in the early years. I know this might be a little off topic, you know, like God is bigger than the boogeyman. That, like you said, that could be anything. But I do think that got them into a little bit of trouble. Like mm. the cheeseburger song is a metaphor for you know what i'm saying yeah. <laughs> like, which I, I, don't, I don't think that was implied in, intended but exactly yes. <laughs> I, I don't i don't take offense to it at all because i don't think that was the goal but it's mm -hmm. just funny to me to see people 
get offended by the cheeseburger song, you know, because it's like, when you really think about it, I guess I can see, but like, I, I can kind of see why they would think it's intended to be something else, you know, because VeggieTales always does metaphors for stuff, you know? Yeah, it's a little weird. Like, don't get me wrong. It, 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 this is an argument that you would have if you had not been sticking with the show the whole way through. It's kind of like um, that there was that one person who made the argument that VeggieTales was racist, right? And I, I'm looking forward to making a video on that, actually. <laughs> I made a short video on it, but I have to, you know, gotta tread carefully. Um, but it's oh, yeah. it's an interesting argument because the reason they gave is... I'm sorry, I'll let you go ahead with that. No, no, it's totally fine. It's just something where it's like, I understand how people might feel on certain things, but you almost, in these specific situations where character, especially in the 90s, you kind of got to go, okay, was the idea to demonize a group of people, and the same thing with the cheeseburger song, was the idea to kind of promote adultery? (laughs) (laughs) Like, does that make logical sense with the rest of the concept of the show? And no, it doesn't. Exactly. So could certain things out of context be taken that way? Sure. Um, but like, for example, I think there was a big argument about like Mr. Lund being Latino. And that's kind of been a big issue where some people have been like, oh, what, what, what race Mr. Lund? But Phil's been pretty ob- pretty clear. It's like, no, he's kind of based on the weasels from uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. And none of them were Latino. <laughs> yeah, he's so. he's just you know a boss. You know he's not mm-hmm. any specific, um, and he's a vegetable too. So, <laughs> and that's the big thing for me. My the big thing was like, yeah, I, I, especially as a black person, I can always project myself onto characters without like affirming that the voice actor needs to be this. But I also understand that like, hey, you do need to be careful. And it would have been, and even then, I personally would have liked to see a more diverse cast as the show continued to grow. And they tried. I, I just think it's hard to kind of keep those things going on. I don't know if it was like David Mann's scheduling. Now we're going on a whole nother tangent <laughs> here. But yeah, yeah those were my hopes. Job. Yeah, I think he did a good job. Um, those were my hopes for the show. Um, maybe TBN will come back in, do a couple more episodes. That would be fantastic. Um, and yeah, that that's my hope for the future. So how about for the future of the VeggieTales fandom? Okay. Um, actually, there's one more thing I wanted to mention. I would love to see a VeggieTales stop motion. I keep that's saying right. this. Stop motion VeggieTales would be cool, even if it's just a Christmas special. I know someday they'll do another Christmas special, even if it's just like on the podcast. But if you're going to try a new style of animation, go for that. Um, I would love to see more cartoon adventures of Larry Boy. That'd be yes. fantastic. That would be they amazing. A, they had a book series. They've already translated some of them into the VeggieTales show. It might never happen, but I've always felt like those were the stories that like really got to this, the, the core of it. And um, yeah. And then, sorry, let, let's, we can, we can move on. The fandom. Um Loving the review stuff that comes out. People like uh, Larry Boy Fanatic and them loving that stuff. I don't keep up with everything. I know there's there's more than I could possibly keep up with. <laughs> I think you interviewed um, Horned Pineapple. Forgive me That's if I'm getting right. name wrong. That's it. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, and their artist, like his art is amazing. Um, never, like, there's just people I just never knew. And, and like now I'm seeing their stuff, like the Shapes Tales, I used to see all the time. 
not watch it, but I'd see the thumbnails and be like, what's that and move on. But you doing an interview with them got me to go, oh, okay. Um, there's that one guy, Media Mementos, who used to do the VeggieTales Abridged, right? I wish he'd put his stuff back up, but he says that he's embarrassed by it. So <laughs> <laughs> it was good from what I remember. I didn't see much of it, but I, I do remember it being good. That's my suggestion if you're going to interview someone else. Find Media Mementos. Get him on the podcast. <laughs> we'll aim for that. Let me make a note right now. I'm sure he would love to do it. He still keeps his little Bob lapel pin in his cartoon character, so <laughs> I'll reach out to him for sure. Yeah. Um but yeah, uh as far as the fandom goes, you know, loving your podcast, so keep that up, right? Thank you. Congratulations, happy 100th episode. Um <laughs> Thank you so much. Lo- I really love what Gord Animation I'm I- I'm name dropping everybody. Gord Animations, fantastic stuff. His Rack Shack and Benny direction and his work just blows my mind. I'm so excited for that. Oh yeah, um I'm I'm glad to have been a part of it. I wish I could have done more. I am trying my best with Blender. Hopefully, I'll be able to to sign up with the big boys uh, <laughs> and make some great stuff. Blender is tricky. I'll tell you what. I've I've started and given up so many times. I really just got to stick to it. You know, persevere, I guess. But oh yeah, I'm with you on that. I mean, I started using Blender for the first time when I was in junior. In, no, I was in junior high. I was in high school when Blender was new. Right. And I gave up, <laughs> gave up for years and I came back to the program and I'm just like, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand. It updates so often too. Exactly. Um, it's a tricky software. But I mean, that looks fantastic and I would love to see more of that. And honestly, I'm currently doing, I'm building um, a build for a couple of the other characters from Larry Boy and uh, like the Cartoon Adventures of Larry Boy. And I'm just going to make them available if anyone wants to try to use them on Toon Boom Harmony. Just go, hey, look, Ooh. these are my builds. These are professionally leveled, like professionally made builds for these characters. You want to make your own cartoon adventure to Larry Boy? You got my blessing. Dang, that'd be great. Because, <laughs> I mean, like, I really appreciate what Cement Flip did, where he just kind of went, there, I've modeled, I've rigged, go. Do what you're going to do. And if anything, it's made the fandom bigger. Right? Like, oh, for it's sure. more accessible. It looks more on point. People who haven't seen VeggieTales in five, ten years look at it and go, oh, I didn't realize that was what the show is like now. Yeah, the VeggieTales is Spongebob, what? <laughs> yeah, um, I think I watched, I was with some friends after church, and we played um, Gord Animation's, uh, his... Mushnick and Son? Mushnick and Son, yeah. I love that so much. It's really well done. Um and they all just were like, "Whoa, they really changed Larry's voice, and that's that's what that's what Mister Nezer sounds like now." <laughs> and it's funny because, like, it is like Gordon's done such a good job of like updating the design to a place where I'm like, "Yeah, I could see that. I could see that on the screen. I could imagine this is what they would look like if somebody was really paying attention to what they were doing." But also, if someone like in the world just saw it, they'd be like. That looks like the show. What difference is that between that and what I saw when I was 10? <laughs> and it's better. You know, it's weird because he's like, he's taken the 90s designs, but he's added this fluency to them that is very, I want to say 2010s almost, not to yeah. compare too closely because it's really his own thing, but it does remind me of 2010s. VeggieTales, just that, that shoulder movement and stuff that you didn't really get very fluently until way later on, you know? 
Yeah, update the textures in a way that's natural. I mean, for all my love of VeggieTales in the house, there were times they were a little too glowy. Like there oh, was just like sure, a yeah. little bit too much light. And I was like, it, it kind of gave them like little halos around them. And I was like, <laughs> this is fun. And I'm glad to see them, but hey, whatever, man. I'm not going to criticize. I can't do any better. <laughs> <laughs> the VeggieTales um, show, though, they were completely glowing. Larry mm -hmm. was a glow stick, you know? Yeah, there were po there were points I couldn't tell what the texture was on Larry because he was so bright. And, and they changed that too because he'd get out on stage and he'd look normal again, but then he'd get mm -hmm. back behind stage and he was, you know, yeah, he was just like lighting up the whole backstage. <laughs> Must have been the paint. Must have been the paint on the walls messing with like, the skin or something, you know? Exactly. It's an old theater. <laughs> they, they 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 use radioactive radioactive paint. <laughs> exactly. It's cheaper, you know. I'll give this actually something I didn't mention about VeggieTales, um, the VeggieTales show. I appreciated them bringing back characters like Bruce Onion, Grandma Nether, and uh, <laughs> I was just like, I was not expecting to see some of these characters, or even the Scallions. The Scallions showed yeah. up in like Larry Boy and stuff, but it was kind of fun to see them doing the Daniel thing as a callback and going, hey, it's good to see you guys again. That was cool. Yeah, I would have liked to see Scooter in the theater. That would have been neat. Um, but they really did revise characters from such a broad range of the series. Like, they brought back Callie Flower from the Netflix yep. series, Mythic Mitha, and Miss Minchin. I guess they're they're two separate characters, right? And they were both in it. Are they two separate characters? I thought they were all the same build. This Mythic Misha and Miss Minchin are the same. They're the same build, but in the commentary to Pinulous Princess, I'm I'm fairly certain Mike or the other person in there had said that um that they're different. Oh, okay. they have different voice actresses too. So I'm gonna. Oh, Madeline yeah. Blueberry's had a different voice actor every time she showed up. <laughs> that's that's true. <laughs> and it's funny because, like, for a certain range of time, they would alternate, like, these these two voice actresses. I think it was Megan Murphy and, uh, shoot, I feel bad that I don't know who else it was, but they were kind, kind of tag teaming, you know, mm. just whoever was available at the time. Yeah, and it always makes me laugh because somehow Madeline Blueberry's voice has changed every single time. But... I've never been bothered by it. Me neither, she's, honestly. She's like, she's like that perfect character where like, no matter what you do with that voice, I just kind of glad to see her there. Yeah, me right? too. Me too. Mickey, it's like, like, like Mickey Mouse, like we were talking about earlier. Yeah, yeah. It's like Little Joe Madam Blueberry is different than First Appearance Madam Blueberry. It's different than Jamaican Madam Blueberry in Pirates Who Don't Do Anything. It's different than British Madame Blueberry <laughs> in, <laughs> um, taken her voice. in the house. They've taken her voice everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's been everywhere. But never was I like, and you know what? They didn't get Madame Blueberry. <laughs> <laughs> that is one pitch off. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I don't know if it's just I don't care. Because it's not like I don't care. I like the character. It's just, I, I think, that, I don't know. I really don't know how they've managed to do it. <laughs> It's a lot of talented people, you know. I was talking to Stephanie Sutherland a few days ago, and I was like, "People are critical, you know. People are very, very critical." And I said, "I can, I can say honestly, I don't think I have heard a single complaint about your performance as Madame Blueberry." I said, "You really captured the energy, you captured the heart, you captured the voice." And it's funny because she said she didn't. I don't, I don't know if you listened to the full interview from a few months ago, um, but she didn't know what she was auditioning for when she created the voice. Mm. They just said. What did they say? Like a, a pleasantly plump um, French woman, middle-aged French woman or some, something weird like that. And she was yeah. like, okay. And then she just developed off of that. Um, 
and it works. You know, you don't even have to try to do an imitation of the voice. It just works. Yeah, I think the only character, the only voice actor for the new show that I was familiar with before it started was probably Kira Buckland because of Wack Fu, which was a big deal here in Canada. Like to the attempt that they were trying to do was to make like an anime that looked like a movie. Anyway, that's not important. We're talking VeggieTales fandom. <laughs> I, I I kind of want more um, conversation between the fans and the original creators. Um, and I mean, yes. not just like radio stations. I always see, I always see radio stations release videos where it's like, we got Phil Vischer, Mike Naraki, and Kurt Heineke into our radio station for this weekend. <laughs> or, I don't know, just like more corporate people reaching out to them. I like seeing... Like, there was one voice actor. I can't remember what his name is. He did the voice for um, Dracula in the fourth Hotel Transylvania. Wait, so they, they recasted Dracula? They recast him because um, uh, Adam Sandler only, like, he has a contract with Netflix where, like, his next couple movies need to be through Netflix. But Sony had already promised Amazon to do Transylvania's most recent film, Transformania, was their newest film, whatever it is. And um, and so now they have to make the movie about Adam Sandler, and so Adam Sandler isn't in the fourth movie. I didn't realize different, that. Yeah, it's a different voice actor, and a, and he's a voice actor from YouTube who had Ooh. done an impression, and they were like, "That's pretty good." And it's it's spot on at times. It's very obvious at other times. It's not Adam Sandler. He had done a video where he did the VeggieTales voices, and Kurt Heineke sat down with him. And I was in Hall. Yes. Brian oh no Hall. way! They go. had Brian Hall doing the voice in the fourth movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why didn't I know that? Oh my gosh! I'm gonna double check now because now you got me all worried. I'm like, I'm gonna give no, people that's... bad information. But I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty sure if I look up Hotel Transylvania four, I want to see that too. Yeah, Brian Hall. That's it. That's insane. That is that is insane because I followed his stuff for a while. I don't know how I didn't know. Yeah, no, he came a long way. I was impressed. And yeah, he's been doing these voices for a while. He did Mickey in some uh, video games, like little point-and-click children's adventure games and stuff like that. Like, dude, dude's come a long way just doing them voices on YouTube. <laughs> he's awesome. I remember seeing Kurt Heineke like, in his house at his piano or something, and I was like, how did he get Kurt Heineke in his house? How do I get Kurt Heineke in my house? <laughs> yeah, out there got big net. <laughs> We're going Heineke hunting. <laughs> Kurt, if you hear this, don't run away. <laughs> but I think that like the beautiful thing that the internet has done is equalize the playing field for any of us to reach out to creators. I don't think that Bill Fisher will just do a voice on someone's personal animation. <laughs> yeah, I don't think soon. he can. I was, yeah, I don't think he can. Um. But I do feel like with things, like I said, um, the, the the growing group of young people uh, who are taking their time to learn animation and use the VeggieTales builds, we are getting to a point where some of the stuff I see coming out from the fans is better than the stuff I'm seeing coming out from the studio. And For sure. For, that's, the only no competition. Thing, yeah, exactly. The only thing I can see that would be um, a problem would be if the company, like if Universal comes and like, clamps down on it and says, all of y'all, everyone out of the pool, stop using our character. <laughs> Fingers crossed they never do, because like the way they interacted with fans on Instagram, it would be very odd if now they came back and were like, you know what, we take back what we said about liking what you do because we don't like what you do, so stop doing it, you know, like that would that would be odd to me, because I, I kind of, 
you know, I've always been anxious about copyright, so I, which I'm sure you know because I talked about it first interview. <laughs> um, so I kind of worked an angle where I was like, hey, guys, thanks for letting me do what I'm doing. I appreciate it. And I thought, okay, let's see what they say. And they were like, we love what you're doing. It's amazing. Uh, we really care about it. And I'm like, okay, so now if they come back later and they're like, copyright, take everything down, I can say, wait, wait a minute, hold on. Hold up. I I thought you said that you loved it, you know? <laughs> I think, and I don't know if I'm if I'm uh, spilling the beans too much on this, but I remember talking to Nintega Dario on the whole, um, what it would take for us to buy, as creators online, to buy the license to the characters. And I'm like, it's not impossible, right? Like, I've, I don't know if you guys know that there was like some dude who bought the rights to like Garfield, basically. Like, not the rights, but the licensing rights to to do stuff with Garfield. Ooh. And I'm like, yeah, no, you make a good enough case about what you want to do, you can convince a company to license something to you, right? Wow, shoot, I've never thought about that. Except, yeah. no, wait, Dario has mentioned that, but I, I never really... Well, that, like, that, Seth MacFarlane is a perfect example. He got the rights to the Flintstones, right, for a little while. Oh, no. I, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, his show got canceled. Like it, it didn't get off the ground. He wanted to do an like, but they are still doing an adult Flintstones that's coming out at the end of the year. Oh man! Oh, <laughs> what did we? Come it's okay. To? <laughs> it's okay. They kicked him out. He was gonna. Do, he was gonna voice Fred. He was gonna voice Barney. He was gonna do a lot of stuff. But like now, it's different voice actors. It's different writers. It's not just Family Guy in the Stone Age. Oh boy. <laughs> hey Barney. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's what I was worried about too. Um, but like he bought the rice from Hanna Barbera. A lot of old Hanna Barbera stuff you could go if you've got ten, um a hundred thousand dollars in your pocket, just go over to Warner Brothers and say, Hey, I hear you selling. I'm gonna... <laughs> I want it. <laughs> yeah. Like it's a dude in Toronto who had like he bought the rights to Garfield, but then when the rights were taken back, I believe, by Nickelodeon. He got the rights to Scooby-Doo because he had a restaurant and he was doing Garfield Eats. Ooh. And um, when he could no longer use Garfield, he did Scooby Eats. <laughs> right? So he just got the licensing and did his thing. So Bob and Larry Eats? Yeah, you could definitely do that. But I mean, like, Dollywood is a perfect example as well. They used to have the VeggieTales Bump and Spin roller coaster. That's right. Whatever it was called. And um, when they when the licensing agreement was up, they just stripped it down. The roller coaster still exists, but but it's not VeggieTales now. Exactly. Mm. Although, if someone does still own those like those like VeggieTales like mannequin things they had, I would love to either see them or perhaps take them off your hands, <laughs> <laughs> put them on top of your house, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> right next to your chimney, just Bob and Larry on either side. Yeah, just Bob and Larry with like with like like Carnival Barker. <laughs> that would be fun. You get oh, a lot man. of visitors. Oh yeah, or at least questions. <laughs> or questions. Yeah, lots of questions. <laughs> HOA is like, excuse me, <laughs> this violates every rule. <laughs> well, yeah. So that's it. Oh, also, um, I would love to play Veggie Cart by Nintendo Dario. If there's ever a port, if there's ever an emulator, send it my way. <laughs> Wait. You can play it um online. I can oh. send you a link. Let me message him. I'm sorry. Last time you mentioned that to me, I thought you meant you just wanted a physical copy. You can play it if you search it up. Let me let me hold up. Okay. No, I, I, I want them both, man. If there's a, a physical, <laughs> if there's a physical copy, sure. If there is a link, I will go and play it. 
that will be my evening after I come <laughs> after I come back home. <laughs> Let me see if I can find him. He's not active right now, but I'll send him a message soon. It's oh, yeah, on like no Game Banana or something. Okay, no worries. Something like I'm that. Fine. I'm not sure if it's his current updated one, but it, it is up there. I have seen it. I've tried to launch it a few times, but my computer's old and I don't want to get a new one. So, <laughs> Fair enough. A uh, quick, quick update. Okay, so I've talked to Dario, and I am pretty sure you can't just go to Game Banana and click on Veggie Cart and play Veggie Cart. I think you have to have like some sort of Switch or, or Game Console. I'm not a video game dude. I really don't know much about it. But I don't think it's as simple as opening Game Banana. Um, if I find out otherwise, I'll, I'll correct you. Correct myself, I mean. I mean, I've got a beast of a computer right now. So as I, as I pat my computer, I'm like, Flex on good. me. Flex <laughs> on me. <laughs> so what are, your, what are your aspirations? I'm sorry, did I cut you off? No, no, it's fine. No, I just said be good. <laughs> <laughs> so what are your aspirations for your um, – your voice acting, what are some projects that you would love to be on um, right now? Obviously, you, ne you never really know what you're going to end up doing. And I was talking to Sean Chiplock, and he said something very smart. He was saying it's very tough to narrow that vision and say this is what I want because then you miss opportunities along the way, you know. Yeah. Um, but if, if you know, knowing, knowing what you've worked on so far, what are some things that you would like to do? If I can reference our dear friend <laughs> Sean Chiplock on that, I will also say – but for me, at least, I need a guiding star. Like, I need a direction. Yeah, there'll be side quests along the way, but I need to be, like, heading towards something. So, yeah. like, for, so like for me, it was, when I was a kid, it was, I want to be in animation. So now I'm in animation. Um, I want to do some voice acting. So I did some voice acting. Um, now, and then at one point, I want to get married. I want to have kids. I want to do whatever. And now I've got a son, and I've got a wife, and all this type of stuff. So... God has been good to me. Um, I would also say that right now my goal is to have my name in the credits of a major Hollywood picture. Oh, that would be cool. So that's one. Make a short film that gets some sort of recognition. That's two. Um, so right now I'm, I'm teaching and I'm enjoying doing that. I can't wait to be there on graduation and shake hands with the students I've taught. So that's that's three, but I understand that to some people, like, that's not that big. I'm like, sure, but it means something to me. I no, like that's, to get that's that. huge. That's huge because these are all people who could end up with careers in the industry because of you. I mean, that's, that's significant, you know? And shaking hands with them is kind of finalization. Like, all right, I've told you what I know. If you're going to go do it, then go do it, you know? Yeah, Um. so that's definitely it. And I would like to win an Oscar. So I, I've gotten an Emmy. For uh, we got we got I say I but we as a team for best animated children's program, um, for uh, Last Kids on Earth on uh, oh, Netflix, nice. right? So I don't know, maybe maybe I'll send you a picture of me holding holding the Emmy. Yes, please um, do. But my wife constantly tells me I got to remember we won it as a team. I'm like, okay, I want to win an Emmy that has Kendall written. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. I mean, that's fair enough. <laughs> yeah, which I don't mind. Like, I'm I'm glad when we win as a team, right? Proud Family technically has an Emmy that we won as a team, but it's for voice acting. And I didn't do any voice acting on the show, even though we as a team go, we all won. I'm like, did we though? <laughs> did, did we <laughs> did all we, win? Did, did everyone get a prize? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I didn't, I, I had no, I did nothing for the voice acting. When I'm like, I worked on the show, I worked on the show, season one and two. You made we the characters wanted... come to life, you know? Yeah. I guess 
the voice acting wouldn't have won if the visuals hadn't <laughs> exactly exactly proud family podcast you know proud family silly stories no you need the visuals <laughs> um but but yeah so it's like which is something I, i'm proud of but i'm like okay i still need to keep moving forward right proud of it. one of the yeah, it's one of those um it's one of those like shark things where like a shark has to keep swimming or else they start to sink. And I'm like, I I have to keep choosing a direction to go. Um, but along the way, I would love to do voice acting for more shows. There's like some internet stuff I'm gonna be doing some voice acting for Ooh, down nice. the pipes. Um I think I can say I'm uh like obviously I'll be continuing to work on TV shows, a couple shows that are coming out for 2024. Or in 2023, I know I'm, I have my name on. Ooh, a bunch nice. of stuff I've worked on for HBO Max is just not ever going to see the light of day. Because <laughs> <laughs> HBO Max is trying to figure out what they're doing with themselves. Oh, Velma. So, we, just, we just need more Velma, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, just just more. Of, I'm going to get on Velma. <laughs> if you do, job. if you do. <laughs> it's funny. Here's I, tried things. To, I tried to get on um, Spider-Verse. Um, because they were like, hey, look, we understand you don't know 3D, but we will teach you 3D animation. I'm like, yes, please. Yeah, they were. But they never got back to me. And I'm like, no, no Spider-Verse for me. (laughs) No, well, maybe Spider-Verse 5, you know. Yeah, yeah, if there's a Spider-Verse 5, I'll be back. (laughs) (laughs) Say, hey, hold up, hold up. (laughs) I think three people from, like, who graduated with me are currently at Sony. Ooh. Yeah, so it's like I have the connections. I just need the actual job, and they just opened up a um, a Disney studio last last year nearby where I live, right in Vancouver. And I'm just nice. like, okay, and nearby as in it's a forty five minute drive, but still, <laughs> but still, that's pretty close compared to you know I'd have to drive twelve hours to get to yeah. anything Disney. <laughs> so. Um, that's on my list as well. So there, now you know all my ambitions. Those are my ambitions, getting the movie, getting the award, um, continue to be a professor and teach animation. Well, you've you've gotten your ambitions so far. You're, you're working hard. You're doing amazing stuff within small, very niche communities like VeggieTales and then with like very big things like Disney. It's, it's such a broad range and you frankly do it all, which is amazing. Um, so just keep doing what you're doing and I, I can, you know, I, I'm, I'm positive that stuff's going to happen. Thank you. On a smaller note, and I do want to mention this as well, I'd like to do more stuff for, um, like, you know, Christian community, right? Oh, I, sure. I'm like, I have these skills I've been blessed with, and I also can tell when, like, eh, like art is not great, and I want to be able to, like, put my hand in and go, hey, guys, let's, let's just do it a little bit this way. Oh, for sure. And you have very much helped with my stuff. Dude, you know. you're getting it done, and that's more than a lot of people, right? Like, I'm here working on some of the stuff that you sent me and I'm taking so long because I'm like, I want this to look good. But I'm also like, I also at some point need to just say it needs to get done. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. You have to find the balance between fast, mm. like, you know, efficient, I guess, and quality, you know, which is something I have a hard time with too. Cause like my newest animations, which just look half decent, mm. took me way too long to make and mm. like, okay, they look all right. But for the amount of time I've spent, I would like them to look even better, you know? So it it is a lot of skill, you know? And doing what you do, working with so many different people in so many different communities, you have the skill, you know? Yeah, but do I have the time? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Does anyone really have the time? You know, animation is... <laughs> yeah, so... But I, I don't know. I'm impressed by your stuff. I'm always, I always love seeing your stuff. Even if at times I'm like, 
Oh, I wish he had taken another look at this before he posted it. <laughs> <laughs> One more blink right there would have been less uncanny. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm like, like, like I said before, like you brought up, it's like you have you have improved a lot, and I am very happy to see, and I'm oh, very happy to have that. had even a little bit of a of a hand in helping with that. I would um, say a huge hand in helping with that. Are you kidding me? It's amazing. Like, of course, when you first started helping me, I tried to implement that stuff, and I implemented it so poorly that it's like I almost feel bad crediting you because it looks horrible what I ended up doing. Like whenever I was doing that Bob and Larry staring song thing, I was animating it on a cracked iPhone five, which is I don't know why I was doing that. And it didn't turn out very good. Dude, and I tried dude. to implement what you taught me, and I did a very bad job of implementing it. <laughs> it's very hard to watch. Um, so, like, what you've taught me has done amazing stuff. Now that I actually know how to use it and and use it properly and, you know, hopefully just keep getting better. It's, it's just amazing what you've done. I really, really appreciate it. I'm glad I could help. And hey man, I started on MS Paint and Microsoft PowerPoint, where I just like <laughs> click the button really, really quick so that the animation would <laughs> <laughs> the space button over and over. Look, yeah. they're moving, their legs are moving. <laughs> flip book held up to a camera. Oh man. Oh, I still <laughs> have my flip books, man. I literally have a flip book I keep in my desk right here. Yo, let's see it. Oh man, let's see if I can get that up. So uh this is some high school animation. I don't know if it's going to play right. That's actually like really good. Like, why is that? Oh, man, I'm sorry. I'll see if I can do it like this. Dang. Dang, when I think of flip books, I think of like a circle moving. That's like actual animation. Oh, man. That Thank is, you. That's really good. <laughs> I tied in my class for the best flip book with a friend of mine who actually um, went to Japan to become an animator. Ooh, so, nice. Yeah. Super cool. Anyway, but yeah, no, that's really it. That's what I'm looking forward to in this world. I'm looking, I'm hoping to see more great stuff from the, the both the studio, from the fandom, and from you. And your hundredth anniversary, hundredth anniversary. Good golly, you're not that old. Hundred years, hundredth episode. I'm gonna retire eventually, guys. Um, and I'm always impressed that you keep coming up with new ways to to introduce people to whether the fandom or introduce them to other people who are doing great things. So, yeah, I really appreciate that, man. It's you know, it's it's one of the big motivations is just trying to connect people, which is kind of fun, you know. Mm -hmm. can't wait to see it all when it's all done dude you have it's a great rest great. of the evening eh absolutely you too man awesome bye okay so I'm hanging out with my dad and there's loud music inside and that's all going to pick up so I am outside recording if you hear cars if you hear people uh, if I keep my voice down it's because there are people around um, so that was my interview with um, SDA storyteller Kendall great friend of mine happy that you all could hear the full extended thing um, I know for the for the hundredth episode that was cut down to five minutes, and you just missed a lot of great information that I'm happy to uh, provide you with now. So now on to our review. Uh, episode 99. I accidentally skipped an episode. I reviewed the Wizard of Oz and forgot to talk about God Made You Special, which I think is one of the strongest um, collections that VeggieTales made, like ever. So I remember going into a blockbuster when I was a kid and seeing this, and I don't know if I. Um, if I just saw it on the shelf and was like, oh, look, Bob, or if I, like, bought it and took it home and brought it back, you know, because rental and all that stuff, I don't remember. But I do remember seeing it there for sure. Green case, 2007, probably, 2008. Um, 
Yeah, I, I probably saw it in 2008 or 9. Either way, um, it has a full original story, which for a compilation episode is huge. Like, the sing-along compilations would have a brand new song. Um, the episode compilations, I guess they were thinking, okay, since the uh, song compilations have a new song, the story compilations need to have a new story. And they kept consistent with that, kind of, but not really. Like, Sock Drawer um, did not have a new story. It just had the countertop. Um... Let Us Love One Another had, like, little Bible bits and segments and stuff. Um, Larry Learns to Listen, Bob Wins a Helping Hand, those each had a song. But those aren't really full stories. You know, God Loves You Very Much had um, a long, long extended countertop and, like, the, the little skits in the end with Bob on the Train. So the compilation episodes would always try to add something new, but I think God Made You Special took it to a different level, not just adding... Um, you know, a, a quick countertop bit or something. They, they had a full 10-minute story, in my opinion, beautifully animated. Um, I've heard some people complain about the animation in Bob's Vacation um, just because it's different, but it's not bad. It's very, very good animation. I think it's beautiful, and I would have loved if they made more episodes in that style because um, you could tell the character models were just a little different, like a different studio was working with them, and they had a very charming feel to them in the movement and the design. I would have loved to see more from um, the studio that made Bob's Vacation and the little extended countertop scene, I honestly think that looked really fun and expressive as well. Personally love it. I think Bob's Vacation's a strong segment, a short segment, a fun segment, just a goofy little, you know, two friends have a misunderstanding that causes an argument, one friend's not even aware of the argument, Something, some goofy little, um, you know, slapstick type of sitcom thing. And I think it really fit VeggieTales well, and I'd love to see more like that. So, you won't hear me giving really anything of negative review, because I just love the series, and they did such a great job with everything they did. Um, but, you know, in relation to other episodes, I'm always going to review it in relation to, like, you know, what they can do, and the best they can do, and then the worst they can do. And even the worst they can do, even at their, their very, you know, quote-unquote worst, you still get some really fun stuff. Um, God Made You Special, however, I think is among their very best uh, content, top-tier episode uh, collection special thing. Um, I'd give it a 10. Easy 10. And that wraps up our episode for today. So make sure you tune in next time. Episode 104. Might have another extended interview in there. Might be a solo episode. I don't know. I take it as I go. We'll see you Tuesday. Thank you all very much. And sorry I set the premiere page so late, but here it is. Bye.